Welcome to the Toronto Vibes, your leisurely small talks with Stephanie Wong and Henry Chang. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even YouTube. This week, we're going to talk about a more serious topic than last week,、um, about how COVID-19 influenced our lives as two freshman students as we were last year. Yep, yep. But before we get into this topic, Tiffany, how was your week last week? Um, I had a really good week, considering that I only lost a ruler instead of a bike. I don't know how I lost a ruler either, but impressive. It's just a ruler, right? Yeah,、and、yeah. I went apple picking during the weekend. It's really good. Although I've、um, picked almost all the apples, I don't know what's left for you guys, but you should still go. Wow! Did you、uh, have some really tasty apples then? Um. We made caramelized apple and an apple pie because I don't really want to eat those apples alone、um, by、uh, themselves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting.、Um, anything else that's happening this week? Maybe possibly a, a midterm tonight. Don't cue me. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. I have this computer on science. Midterm exam tonight. I'm definitely not a computer science major, but almost like all my friends are CS majors, and they're like, "You can do this. It's easy. We'll help you." And none of them even talked to me for my homework. So yeah. Dang, that's that's kind of depressing, actually.、But、yeah. Yeah, but I don't know what to review on, so I'm just doing this podcast now. Probably computer science, maybe not COVID. Well, well, well. It's your week. <laughs> With something shiny. My week was pretty good. I had basically a six-day weekend, starting from last Friday to this Wednesday, because I had zero classes, which was beautiful.、Uh, so I decided to fill my week with new and exciting things, such as、uh, a couple of piercings in my ear, which is a new experience for me.、Uh, definitely interesting. It's kind of annoying how many times I have to wash my ears every day. Especially with a, a salt solution, but you know, whatever. As well as this weekend, I tried for the first time、uh, a service where they pick up your laundry and they give it back to you the day after, folded. I was just—it was amazing. Is it dry clean? It no, it was like like you just throw all of your laundry in your hamper into a bag and you hand it to them. And I almost felt like a FBI agent. And then the next day, well, it was supposed to come in two days, but for some reason they did it fast, and they, they're like, "Hey, what you doing today?" I was like, "Nothing." So they dropped off my laundry, folded, and ready to go in a plastic bag, which was pretty nice.、Um, so I will never be doing laundry again. Yeah, talking about、mind. how lazy people can get. Okay, not lazy. I'm busy, and I just don't have the time. Thank you. Fine. Yeah. Okay, so we are gonna go right into our topic. For today, yay! And I'll start it off. So I actually came back one week later than I was supposed to、um, for the spring semester because I gave myself one more week、uh, in winter break to celebrate the spring festival in China. Was this last year? It's the beginning of this year. Oh、uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.、Okay. It's in January,、yeah. and then that week I didn't get to celebrate anything. Because、um, COVID started to emerge in China, and it was just a week of terror about、uh, whether I can come back here.、Yep. And then after I came back here, I was like, okay, that's finally over. Like, there's nothing in the U.S. And then after two months, 
everything's like closed because of COVID、mm-hmm. in the U.S. too. And、um, many of my friends didn't even hesitate to book a flight back to China. But at that point, BU didn't announce that they are gonna do、um, online classes for the rest of the spring semester. And I just came back from China, so I didn't really want to go back.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I stayed in the U.S. for a while, and they only got worse. So probably the last two weeks of March is like was just a nightmare.、Um, like you cannot do anything because your like parents are super worried, and you don't know what what to do really.、Um, like I could have gone back to China, but then five of my flight tickets got canceled because I wasn't、um, acting fast enough. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, and then although like I'm not super scared being in the U.S., but all of my relatives are, and they just、um, like call me every morning and night asking about like how I'm how I'm doing, and then like getting angry at me for being in the U.S. because they're like too scared. <laughs> so、um, I basically don't have any time for myself except in the afternoon when people in China were sleeping. But you know. They're not the ones to blame. Like they just worried about me a lot. Yep. And then I didn't get to go back to China like many of my, most of my other Chinese friends. So I stayed in the dorm till May,、um, doing homework and learning. And I,、uh-huh. I homework and learning really. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and like watching TV. Yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> where I was waiting for your、uh, Netflix coming. Yeah. Yeah, and I tried to get out to like bike, although my like family was worried about that too. But I just don't feel like being stuck in the dorm every day. Yeah.、Um, after May, I moved to my friend's apartment because I still didn't get to go back to China. And at that point, I got a flight ticket at the end of June, so I was like, I'm gonna move into her apartment for、um, the month of May and June until my flight. But then,、um, like other things came in, such as the travel ban saying、um, foreigners cannot enter the U.S., and I still wanted to come back for fall of my sophomore year, and I didn't know that it's whether it's gonna be online or hybrid because we didn't know anything back then. So I just decided to not go back to China for my study, and also I just didn't feel like. Going on such a long flight because、mm-hmm. there's no flight directly from、um, U.S. to China anymore. I have to travel to New York and then go to Amsterdam and then go to Shanghai. But my home is in Beijing, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just doing a whole lot of things that's like not related to my final destination. And I have to go into quarantine for、um, 14 days in Shanghai. It's just a lot. So I was like, I'm good here. I don't want to move. So I just stayed in the couch and watched like ten TV shows. <laughs> wow. So in the end, it doesn't even sound that bad. Yeah, because I'm like over it now. And apparently, I wasn't like crying every day during that time. But you can like tell that like inside your heart is not. Tranquil, like you can, you you don't like feel settled enough to do things. But now I am, and aside from that, I'm gonna talk a little bit about、um, at the beginning of、um, the U.S.、Um, virus. 
Well, people in China were like, don't come back、um, to like spread the virus because they've just been at home for like two months, and they didn't want this whole thing to start back in China. And、um, until then, I thought people's like prejudice on international students traveling abroad was like a lesson. But、um, at that point, I realized there is so a kind of host- hostility toward、um, like Chinese students studying abroad、um, from like stem from people in China. I thought that was、um, pretty ironic. That people still think that way in China, but that、um, influenced me a lot and my friends.、Mm-hmm. But also,、um, like in the U.S., people are like, "This virus started in China, and this is like a Chinese virus." So, I just want to point out that we felt stuck in between. Not that I was like fragile enough to cry over that, but it's just something personally I think is ridiculous. Yeah. And something hard for international students. Alrighty then, that was a very interesting take on it. Very different from mine, because of my experiences, you know, are very different from yours. But、um, is there anything that you feel like you've gained from this experience, or from maybe actually just living in the United States for this long? Yeah, I've actually I've never lived in the U.S. during the summer. I always go back and. Um, that's one of the things that made me feel like I didn't get a summer. I feel like I'm like studying all year because I didn't get away from this place. But also, this place. <laughs> but also, I lived by myself, alone in an apartment in a city for around four months. Like that's never happened before, and、um, is not that bad. Really, because it sounds kind of boring. <laughs> Well, I entertain myself. <laughs> yeah, you clearly did. Every time I would talk to Tiffany, she's on the couch with food in one hand and a good show in the other, and I'm very—I was shocked that she was having such a great time. But you know, that's great. That's... Were you not having a good time? Well, I guess it's a good time to talk about my experience with COVID, right?、Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get into that, but I'll start at the same timeline as you.、Uh, I don't actually remember like the beginning of it, but I do remember it was during spring break of. Our freshman year, second semester.、Mm-hmm. You got back to California pretty quickly. Yeah, because I decided. Well, there were a couple reasons, and for one, I realized that this was not as、uh, this is something that people were heavily downplaying in the United States when people were talking about how it was in Seattle and how it was just going to stay in Seattle. I knew that was completely untrue. There's just no. There's no way you can physically this control. Especially, there's a lot of、um, not super intelligent individuals around our country that、uh, like to kiss people on the cheeks when they greet them on the streets and stuff. So I knew it was only a matter of time before COVID reached Boston in California, frankly. So I realized that the safest place was probably back home. And、um, spring break、uh, was when I decided, okay, I'm going back. But it was. Really difficult because I had to pack everything in my dorm、mm-hmm. and、uh, get it all into a storage unit in a matter of like two days, which was quite exhausting. I'll be honest, as well as carrying everything back.、Um, but I made it. You know,、uh, I made it back to California, 
And in California, my experience with COVID is basically non-existent because I stayed in my room for a good six months. And <laughs> frankly, I could have stayed there for another six more months. Um, as someone that doesn't really need a lot of social interaction to stay like happy and stuff, I was completely fine with being socially isolated from people. Frankly, I just didn't want to see people, so it was not that bad. The only thing that really sucked was that it got hard to study because for me, there was a three hour time difference and I had classes at nine in the morning. Oh, so, wait, I remembered something. So we were in the same Korean class yes, at nine yes. o'clock in the morning, yeah. Eastern time. Yeah. And I just always see Henry in this um, room with no light. Yep. And I can't, I can't tell if his eyes are open or not. Well, my eyes are open. That's a little racist, but whatever. I'll, I'll let it slide, okay? No, I just couldn't see your eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Another racist dark. remark. Whatever. It was too dark. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's because it was in 6 in the morning. Uh, and I had 4 6 a.m.s a, a week, and that was pretty exhausting. Uh, thank God our teacher was so kind, and she understood my situation. And um, during classes, she never asked me anything in terms of, like, difficult questions. And she would only let me, like, when I wanted to answer, she would you know, let me participate. Uh, but she was really thoughtful of it, of the whole situation. But at the same time, it's like hard to study when you're at home. Because when you're at school, you're here for a reason, and that's to learn and study and get better with your mind. But when you're at home, my association is to not do anything. So it made studying a little harder, made midterms and finals a little harder. Thank God we had the pass-fail system. Wait, did but you choose that? I did for one class, Arts of Asia, because um, for some reason my hardest class was an Arts of Asia class out of all my business classes. I mean, understandable. It was very difficult. I ended up with a B, and so I decided just to fail, uh, pass it, and then you pa- uh, move you, on. You, you did a pass with a B? Yeah, because I wanted to keep a 4.0 GPA. You Do you have a 4.0 GPA now? With, if I didn't pass the Arts of Asia class, I wouldn't have. But because I do, I have one. Wow. Wow. One, <laughs> one year so far, four, one 4.0, we're going to make it. Wow. Um, but the only time I really felt the effect of COVID was when school ended and summer break began. Because for me, that's usually a time when I get to see my friends in California, especially after not seeing them for around six months. And I know they're home and they know I'm home and we live two minutes apart. But at the same time, I'm really worried because of my dad has, uh, you know, some health issues, and I don't want to risk his his health in any way. So it was kind of sad during that part. Um, as well as I ended up having, you know, a remote internship that would have been in person. But now that I look back at it, I'm kind of grateful that it was remote because if it wasn't, I would have to go with my father every morning at 6 a.m. to some to some sort of Peloton slash yoga class in the morning, and what? then commute <laughs> to San Francisco at 8 a.m every day and I think I would have died by week two so I'm glad that I didn't have to wake up and do his stupid yoga workouts and uh instead I could sleep in a little bit which is you nice. listening to this um who knows you know we're gonna let someone above us decide that but yeah and then in terms of like because I know for you you have a lot of international friends right mm-hmm. and they have very different opinions but a lot of my friends live in California and go to schools in California. So it wasn't a matter of so much like their lives were changed, right? It was more of a 
a step back because people couldn't get their internships and people couldn't get their jobs and stuff like that, right?、Mm-hmm. And、um, you know, some people didn't end up going back for their fall semester, but it's not even like that influential on their lives. Everything seemed to be okay. It's not the same as living in a different country and not being able to go back home.、Mm-hmm. But、uh, yeah, that's kind of my experience. Yeah, I was. Kind of jealous about students living in the U.S. at that point, because、um, they can always like fly back home, even if their home is like across the country, but it's not like across the globe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and things are really different when like you have to go to another country.、Mm-hmm. Like it's just easier. I mean, COVID is not easy, but easier. Yeah. Um, to do things within one country than to like go across. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I don't think I would have been able to take my stuff back from my dorm, back home so easily, if I wasn't living in the United States. Right.、Mm-hmm. It would have been a pain. I mean, I had troubles dragging everything back. I had like four fifty-pound suitcases with me, and、uh, let's just say it was a very good workout. I guess. Yeah. Very I, helpful. I can imagine.、Yeah. So I'm just gonna give a like shout out to all the international students who made through this. Yeah, it's very impressive. And everyone else, apparently. <laughs> um, secondary. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah.、Um, so I stayed、um, in Boston by myself until the second week of July when my friend in Vancouver came back. She was super lucky because she went home for spring break before COVID hit, and she didn't have to quarantine or anything. And she can still come back because she has a student visa in、mm-hmm. the U.S. So there's basically there was basically no impact on her life, and、um, yeah, we like、um, hang out together during the end of summer. So that was fine. And then、um, in September, apparently campus life is different is、um, different now. Very different.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have、um, five classes this semester. Although I can go in person for、uh, two of them, for three of them actually, I just went in for one.、Um, like after a while, you you get used to this、um, Zoom learning, this Zoom university, and you can actually learn pretty effectively on Zoom. And you get lazy to go out because、um, if you have to go out for one class and then be on Zoom for another, like come back home for another. Um, it's like more than going between buildings. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't like bother. I think for me,、uh, it's kind of been like a negative and a positive for having Zoom classes. For one, it is nice not leaving my room and having the ease of just going to my desk and logging in and learning from there. But at the same time, for me, a part, a whole part of my life is I need to have a schedule for every hour, every minute,、mm-hmm. and、uh, it really helps. My schedule when I wake up early and get ready for classes, or like get ready to go and leave my dorm, but it kind of messes with my schedule when I have these influx of periods of time where I don't have to leave my room, and I feel less productive because of it.、Um, even though a lot of it is, you know, like a like a fake feeling because a lot of the time spent is walking to and from classes, I still feel like it adds to my productivity. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, but I do like having Zoom. I think it's going to be interesting when、uh, there will be a like a a way to end COVID, you know, and we will have Zoom as an option for 
snowy days or for poor weather or whatever the case is mm -hmm. and it's going to kind of just make the whole experience of learning a little bit more advanced i feel in the end yeah when i was in high school there were so many snow days because i was in high school in new england um and now i just i was just like why didn't it why didn't they think of doing classes online it's such a convenient option yeah definitely is Mm -hmm. And um, at least BU is very careful with like um, in-person classes. So Harry didn't have any in-person classes. Yep. He chose to not go. But um, I do go into the classrooms and I do use the wipes to um, wipe down the table and chair and like my hands and stuff. Yeah. And I do go testing every week. Yeah, I think uh, especially for someone that came personally came from a pretty dangerous state in terms of covid levels i think they did a pretty good job in terms of regulating everything especially with the fact that i took what four tests before i was like allowed to even just leave my room which was definitely like the better option i'd rather take more than less you mean you nice. think california is regulate regulating it pretty well no i think boss bu at least oh, is regulating it pretty well because california has pretty high levels of covid right now um they're not doing so hot so any more tests like forcing us to take tests and surveys daily is definitely a good idea though i did have a mini panic attack because as you said i am not going to any classes in person and they kept telling me i need to take more tests but i was like i only need to take four i think for someone that's not on campus and then they were like oh my bad we messed up on the system so then everything was cleared but i was just a little worried about it mm -hmm. um but i think a good time like topic to, to bring up now is like going outside outside of just classes i think clubs and uh, getting to know new people and even just uh going to downtown boston and walking around i mean mm -hmm. i even walked around the campus and it's so different than it was last mm -hmm. year i mean i was here in late march when everything on campus was closed and that felt pretty depressed because you know how the campus used to be like so busy and stuff but now, um, in September, everything reopened for, um, like, takeout only. You can only, like, order ahead and then takeout. It, it, it already feels better than March, although it's not like last year, but it's already better. But I still don't feel comfortable eating even outside, like, dine-in outside. Yeah. And um, I went past Newbury uh, two weekends ago for uh, my film and TV, like, homework. Do you want to explain what Newbury is? Oh, it's like this, um, the only street of shopping stores yeah, in Boston. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then there were just so many people. It was packed. Like, there were, like, huge crowds waiting outside of restaurants to dine yeah, in. Yeah, it was crazy. I went last weekend, and going to stores, they have places like Muji, Uniqlo. It was crazy. Lines of hundreds of people. And the thing is, is that, sure, you're wearing masks, but you guys are within a foot of each other. Mm -hmm. there's no social distancing happening and i was gonna go shopping and then i decided you know what there's a time and place for this and it's not now um it's very worrying yeah so like even if you're wearing mask it's not like a hundred percent guarantee yeah exactly and it's just worrying to see um because i you know when you walk around campus it's pretty good there's a there's very few people walking around and even classes there's like five people that I see in my classes going in mm -hmm. person. So uh, there's like very little risk. But on weekends or holidays when there's a lot of people and it's nice outside, 
a lot of these rules and regulations kind of go out the window. I noticed、mm-hmm. like, I'd say about 80% are wearing masks, and I'd say about 30% are social distancing, and then there's 20% that I exclude from the 80%, right?、Mm-hmm. That aren't wearing masks, or their masks are down and they're talking, and they have some sort of like immunity. I just don't understand. It's very worrying because Boston levels of COVID have been going up、mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And because of that, I'm, I was looking around and it's like, it makes a lot of sense. Because people <laughs> have kind of forgotten, right, about the whole risk reward. Yeah.、Um, and it worries me because I think in around August in California,、uh, California reopened every store, basically. And they reopened it for a week and a half and then closed everything down again. That's, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because no one realized, like, once you reopen it, people forget why they were even closed to begin with. And then you're like, oh, I'm gonna go out and I'm just gonna talk to my friends and nothing's gonna happen. And then all five of you get COVID and then California reshuts everything down, right? It's,、uh, it's very worrying. But、mm-hmm. I hope we can all kind of just remember to be a little safe out there. Yeah, and it's also nice to see how. Almost everyone on campus and most people off campus are wearing masks now. Because、um, in March, I remember when I, when I first came back from China, I only see like one person wearing a mask when I like walk on the street.、Mm-hmm. And everyone was kind of ridiculing the mask for some reason、yeah. that, as a Chinese,、um, as like with a Chinese background, I cannot understand. But apparently, like they have their reasons. Um, but now, since the mask has like, proven itself,、um, we should stick with it. Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, I think before the, semester, the last semester when COVID struck, I was wearing masks when I had like, some sort of cough or cold or anything because I was worried about getting other people infected.、Mm-hmm. It's just like a courtesy thing, you know? And I'm really, I hope the culture of it stays because it's definitely something that's a lot more embraced in China and Korea. Right,、uh, which is definitely like a positive. There's no negatives, right?、Mm-hmm. You can't, it's like wearing sunscreen. Yeah, and you don't have to do makeup. Yeah, oh, I mean, I don't <laughs> have that problem. <laughs> Maybe you do, but I generally don't wear makeup, so I'm okay. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,、uh, one thing though, I do want to talk about beforehand. What was it going to be? I think it was going to talk about like、um, next semester when students come back. Mm hmm. As well as、um, what our school at least has done so far in terms of reprimanding certain students. Because、uh, I think there's like a, a fine line between too much and like too much punishment and not enough punishment, right? So、mm-hmm. you take, for example, Northeastern, our neighbors down the street.、Uh, they had a pretty, pretty big case maybe a month or two ago when they suspended nine students、um, who. Kind of went into like a hotel by themselves. Yeah, I mean,、um, like the school like got the like rented the whole hotel for, yeah, the, yeah, s- yeah. for the student dorm. Yeah. And the students,、um, like first year students in the dorm slash hotel were like gathering. Yeah. I understand why they suspended them. I just feel bad because as someone who's a sophomore, I'm pretty lucky that this didn't happen my freshman year. But if I was a freshman at this current state of Living, I would be very conflicted in terms of friends and having someone to talk to because I can only imagine how much more difficult it is to get to know people, generally get to know people.、Mm-hmm. And if you fault 
you know, I can understand, you know, there's a large group, don't get me wrong, they should be punished, but suspended and not have given back their money at all is definitely a severe punishment. And the fact that it's going to stay on their permanent record, even more of a severe punishment. Mm-hmm. Um, but BU has been doing something similar, like a little less um, punishing than Northeastern. I, I don't know if you heard about it recently, but there was a certain group of kids from a Pacific frat that were... Gathering U.S. campus? Somewhere. No, I think it was off on a off-campus house. Oh. And... Um, it was just a very negative connotation towards the whole thing because there were people that were already graduating hosting the party and there were people that were currently in the frat right now going to this party right and a lot of people going um and i know you know party life is a big part of college right and uh, social life is definitely a big part of college but is it so important to risk your money over mm-hmm. no it's not that's my opinion yeah so like Although for the Northeastern case, after some like negotiation, the school is like giving back their tuition part, mm-hmm. not the housing part of the money to um, like go toward their spring. But um, there's still this hot debate over whether the regulation, I mean, the punishment was too strict. Um, but like, there is no definite answer to that. Just um, like, don't do it to start off. Yeah, I think it's a great, they had a show an example. Right. It was important to show that they were not messing around when it came to this. So Mm -hmm. I think that the the fact that they went severe is a good idea. But um, I just hope it got to some people, you know, it scares Mm -hmm. people. This is kind of the point. Um, Before we leave, though, I want to also talk about really quickly next semester. Right. And the plans for when students come back, because I know I have a lot of friends that are telling me that next semester is a semester. People are coming back. Right. And I haven't heard a lot about the vaccine improvements in the recent weeks. Uh, um, they stopped because one... Um, got an, an unknown illness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've only heard negative things, sorry, about the vaccine. And it worries me because everyone has such big plans for next semester. I don't think we need to rush anything. If it happens, it happens, you know. But if it doesn't happen, I don't think it's the end of the world. And I think we just have to live with it. Um, and don't try and force yourself to do something you know because i don't think it's all right important i mean i know friends that have taken gap years that are just not going to class at all because they realize that there's no point for the entire year so don't stress about not going back to to your second semester um it does suck don't get me wrong but every semester these schools are getting better at improving their online learning Mm -hmm. and uh clubs and and friends are and people are all getting to understand the situation a lot more. So, if you're worried about like not being, I don't know, put, having a social group, understand that there are a lot of people out there that are living the same situation as you, and it's not as bad as it seems. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for me, I don't think many of my international friends are coming back. Although they're like, um, it's still early and we haven't decided, but I don't think they're coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like wherever you are, I hope everyone like have a super good semester and you will be able to have a super like good semester and you will discover things you won't be able to on campus. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's uh, all for today's podcast. I hope you guys learned about how, um, students with different backgrounds, um, dealt with COVID. Yep. And before you guys leave, uh, just check us out on Instagram at, at Chuang Vibes. 
uh, where we post specific posts for this podcast as well as any updates. We'll be doing a little behind the scenes video soon. Um, as well as you guys can follow our, our actual Instagrams at henrychung314 and at tiff underscore beck. Beck as in Beck Hyun. Interesting name, I know. Anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening to our third episode. I hope all of you guys are staying safe and COVID-free and have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye.